if you look at compromise, you know, the definition of it, right, is that you and I have to give up, both, you and I both have to give up something that's important to us so that we can reduce ourselves to a lesser answer, right? It's a lesser formula. We're going to agree to a lesser formula, really for probably a lesser outcome. Collaboration is that we both agree where we want to go and we collaborate to get to a certain a certain point, a, a point certain in, in the timeline that we're working on for a project or an idea. Co-creation though is entirely different, where when we're in co-creation, we're taking our, our, our views, and they may be in many cases opposing views, but we're creating an entirely new outcome, an entirely different outcome that if not for all of us working together and maybe willing, being willing to be a little bit messy about it, okay, that we're going to come up with something entirely different that maybe none of us would have even thought of. The Fearless and Successful Podcast is hosted by your Hype Girl D and it's designed for change makers just like you. As an activator of human potential and freedom architect, I have one mission with this podcast to show you that you can be, do, and have anything you desire. I love all things money, mindset, and manifestation. I am so excited to share my personal hacks to help you activate your infinite potential. And I also will be sharing fearless stories from leaders around the world who design life and business on their own terms. Remember, if we can do it, so can you. Fearless soul, if you're ready to dream big and make impact, let's get this party started. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, fearless people. Welcome, and we're going to Florida, where we're going to welcome Chris Masiello, um, who is a successful entrepreneur, business owner for nearly 40 years. Isn't that right, Chris? That is right. Yeah, thank you, Dave. <laughs> and amazing. I just want to talk about this, this thing that um is inevitable and is something that is very natural but yet a lot of people are afraid of it probably because it's unknown and we're going to be talking about how to make change simple how to make it um a part of the process and before we do that um tell me where did your story of embracing change and really like talking about the change and how to cultivate change in our lives personally professionally where did that start Uh, well, thank you, Dee. It's great to be with you and great to be with your community. Um, and, uh, you know, thank you for having me. Uh, I think the change, my interest in change really started um, as I've had a lifelong uh, uh, relationship with history. And I've really, I'm an amateur historian, and um, I really, really appreciate the fact, uh, really from a pretty young age, with that that how do you know where you're going unless you know where you've been? And, and, and one thing that, that is really still today captivates me is, is really change where, you know, as a, as a species, uh, we resist change in most cases. And yet it's the only way how we got to where we are today and change is the only way that we're going to go someplace to where we're going to, how we're going to get to our next place. Um, and, and so I, I, I think that the relationship that we have uh, 
um, as human beings to change is totally fascinating. And, and for me, it started with history and really, you know, the evolution of things and, and, and the understanding how one thing led to another, which led to another. And then as I, you know, matured and got into um, very competitive sports and then eventually business, uh, you know, the one thing you realize is that regardless of what endeavor you're in, uh, change is the key to success. Yes, change is key to success. And tell me, like, in terms of, of that, what does your business look like now? And what is the one thing that you really help other um, people when it comes to change? Mm -hmm. Yeah, thank you. So um, our, I'm, I'm fortunate to do a lot of different things. So uh, I do uh, private equity investment. Uh, we also operate uh, uh, one of the largest real estate companies in the United States. Uh, we also offer home financing and settlement services, you know, the things that all orbit around getting a, a real estate transaction closed. Um, and then I also do some real estate investing. So I'm, I'm pretty, pretty fortunate to have a lot of diversity. And I, and I, I, one of the, one of the ways that we got to that point of having a lot of diversity was, was embracing change because as time goes on, you know, you need to change your business model. And, um, and, and, and as you start to gain new, uh, uh, you know, information sets and, and, and information uh, and uh, skills, then how do you apply those appropriately? And I think, you know, from an entrepreneur's perspective, change is, is the, change is where all opportunity lives. Change, you know, so I think people people are resistant to change because it's unknown. Well, it's that's where all the opportunity is. The opportunity doesn't live where you've already been. The opportunity lives in the space where where you're about ready to go to, and and so that's one of the things as I speak to um, you know business groups and uh, leadership teams is is we want to embrace change, like it's our friend because it's the only thing we have with us all the time. Mm. It never yeah that's that's really really good because what came up for me is like a lot of people see obstacle as something that is unknown and they see it as a hurdle and I always say an obstacle is um, an opportunity for growth it's an opportunity to always. evolve and to get to the next level and what you're saying is always. similar like that's a change that you need to embrace maybe it's a change in mindset maybe it's change in the perspective um, so it is I love that you said the change is actually an opportunity um, and yeah that's so so amazing why do you think now working with mindset and all this stuff, why do you think that people are so afraid of unknown, but yet we know that that is what gets you to success? Yeah. Well, again, I'll just go back to you know my 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 love of history, and then we can move right. We can move forward and into your question. Is we we our resistance to change is biological. We all come by it naturally, and and I and I think it's simply a matter. Of, of how do we overcome our own biology? And there's strategies through metacognition. And I'll, I'll talk about that in just a second. But we, we're resistant to change. It's really in our DNA. Mm -hmm. And because, because in, in times that were a little more treacherous environmentally, when our environment was a little more treacherous, right? Typically a change, now I'm gonna go all the way back to when we were hunter-gatherers, when we were in savannas or in, the, you know, in forests, and um, when there is a change in the environment, you heard a twig snap or 
birds flew away or the, or mm-hmm. the forest was very silent. Mm-hmm. Uh, that typically meant something was going on and you danger. were, you were mm-hmm. immediately, yeah, danger. And you were immediately alerted because there was a change in the environment. So the change in the environment, when things were more treacherous, you know, change environment equals danger. Mm-hmm. And, 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 and think about how many generations, thousands of generations, right, had that same experience. So we all come by it very naturally. And, and so I think in that period of time when danger was more prevalent, we scanned for danger first and opportunity second. Now we don't, we don't have the same danger. We don't have the same physical danger that we did back then, but our bodies don't know the difference. So when change occurs, we go back to, you know, our very ancient uh, DNA, change equals danger. Well, we have the ability now because we don't have the same, the same environmental dangers around us, right? Where we have the opportunity to scan for opportunity first, danger second, okay? And now it's a role reversal because our environments have changed. We just have to tell our body that, that just because I'm getting, a, just because we're getting a new phone system or I'm getting a new computer or I've got a new procedure at work or I'm starting a new gym routine personally, whatever the case may be, we just have to tell our bodies that no, this is not danger. Don't scan for the threat, scan for the opportunity. And, and, I, and, I, and, I, and I think the process of metacognition is being mindful and aware of your thoughts. And then as you're mindful and aware of your thoughts, you can then transmute the thoughts you don't want and replace them with the thoughts that you do want. And, and, I, and so I, I, I think all of us, I really try to encourage everybody to understand that we all, all of us come here more or less with the same wiring when it comes to change. It's simply what you do with it between you know, between your first inhale and your last exhale, it's simply a matter of how you manage it. Wow, so good. I love, love, love this. And the, the first thought that came to my mind was, um, my, <laughs> I was 25 when I was pregnant with my first daughter. And mm. when you were talking about bio- biology, it's like the body is changing. Yet for me, it was super exciting. It was such an exciting right. experience. And what I'm connecting right now, fear and excitement are actually like vibrationally both very, very high, um, high feelings, five, sure. uh, very yeah. high experiences. You can just like, like you said, like you can really transmute from fear to excitement in a very um, quick state. Absolutely. Just, just when you are aware of it and how do you manage it i love that you said it's like Absolutely. the same yeah. wiring is just the the way you manage it well well sure because because that's such a great point i love that because like athletes right someone's preparing for an athletic event they're excited someone's preparing for a speech they're nervous okay but your physiology is identical it's simply the label you put on it i'm nervous no i'm excited yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So getting excited about the change, just just, uh, you know, changing the perspective and the thought pattern. I love that. What would you say? What would be one of the tools or or maybe practices um, to share for people to to get into that state of, of shifting that perspective? Is there anything that you recommend or practice yourself? Uh yeah, both I recommend and practice. Um, I, I think the first thing is being aware of your thoughts, right? Because um, 
one of the um, authors and lecturers that I, I, I like a lot, Michael Dooley, um, you know, from the United States, he'll, uh, you know, thoughts become things. It's just, it's like so simple. It's like, it's brilliant. And, and so that's the first thing thoughts, understand that thoughts become things. And that, um, but once you're, once you're aware of your thoughts, you can then transmute your thoughts that you don't want. So when you have a thought, so, so there's a change, something new is coming about and you're immediately, you, you're scanning for threats. No, scan for opportunity. You can, and you have to, you have to really kind of like literally, even if you have to say the words out loud, okay, say them out loud. No, I'm not going to scan for threats. What's the opportunity? And, and, and you, and you, you have to train your brain for that. And it, you know, and, be, and people have to be patient because we're, we're, we're re rewiring our synaptic connections. So we're, we're really training our brains. It can take anywhere from three to six weeks, depends on who you are, but you gotta be patient with yourself and you just keep reminding yourself and, and you work on it a little bit every day. That's yeah, 100%. I think that every change starts with awareness. That's what I learned. Like you have to be aware of that. And can we just stop here and just say like, I'm a, I'm such a big fan of Mike Dooley. Like, Seriously, yeah, like he's, he's such a cool dude. So I'm so happy that you brought this up. So you guys, if you don't know who Mike yeah. Dooley is, like, um, you know, the universe, messages from the universe. <laughs> yeah, do you, do you get his daily? Uh, Absolutely, his daily? the best yeah, for yeah. years now. Like he's amazing. Yeah. So I'm, so I'm that happy. That would be great for you. That, yeah, that would be great <laughs> for your community to know too. That would be a great thing to post. Because I, you know, we, we get, you know, Dee and I get these, just these, these little, little paragraphs from the universe is who it's from and and they're real they're so insightful yeah it's so good and i i always can just you know even if it's not resonating at that moment with me i always re like reflect what do i need to know from this and it's really cool practice like every morning before i start my work like i i read and it's like how okay so it has to be a meaning or what what is the meaning that i want to give to this note so it's it's cool right. yeah i've been receiving yeah. it for five six years like it's, it's yeah. Amazing. yeah same same here yeah, <laughs> yeah and yeah. i read all well, of I, his books so so i love the guy yeah. <laughs> i i think it i've quoted him uh, a few times in my book and um but i think for your audience though to understand that that your thoughts do become things yeah and yeah. and and you have you have direct sovereign control over your thoughts. They're your thoughts. They're not anybody else's. Yeah, 100%. I, I just think that people need to be aware that how also the thought process goes and what actually uh, affects once thought is creates an emotion or the feeling from that emotion and feeling we we create an action an action becomes the result and if we are going down the rabbit hole of a negative thought negative emotion negative action negative result we go back to the loop and it's like the spiral spiral down when we are able to catch the thought and shift it yeah. into a positive thought exactly. it goes up right so it's it's so fascinating exactly. how our brain works and, and you don't have to manage every single thought. You just have to manage the thoughts that matter for what you want to do. Yes. The rest of it is kind of just, you know, dog barking in your ears, you know, yeah. just forget about it. Now, you, know? you mentioned your book. So tell me about your book. 
Oh, well, thank you. Uh, so my book, uh, Change, Short and Simple, uh, it's, uh, as the title says, it's short and simple. And it's uh, about 110 pages. And it, and it just covers change strategies. Uh, some uh, every chapter, six chapters. Uh, there's notes. There's a section for notes in every page. It's really kind of meant really more like a workbook. And not. it's not meant to, the, you can pass it around to friends and family if you want. But it's not, it's really designed to be your personal guide. To, to change. And um, it's got exercises in it. It's got a kind of a self-test about change, uh, kind of a self-assessment. Um, and it's and it's really kind of a compilation of the, you know, various change strategies that either I was taught or um, I have developed over the years with, you know, doing individual coaching with employees and executive teams across the country. And I've done some work internationally and and uh, just, you know, helping people kind of just navigate, you know, change in, change in itself. And, and it's like, you know, you and I were talking before um, we went, uh, before we went live is, you know, in our organization, uh, you know, we have about a thousand people or so in our organization. And, and we look at everybody, everybody's a person first and an employee second. So everything we do is about personal development. That, that's why we're here, right? And because no matter where, right, Confucius said, no matter where you go, there you are. And um, so the book itself really talks about change strategy strategies, and it's really ubiquitous, whether it's personal or work, it's all the same. What inspired you? Like you, so we, we discussed at the beginning, like you work more with the investments and real estate and all this stu stuff. What inspired you to actually create and write a book about change? What was that like inspiration? If someone like is thinking and sitting like, I have a book in me, what was the the thought that was going on within you? And yeah. then, like, really, like, I think that a lot of entrepreneurs have a yeah. book inside them, but then, oh, from having a thought and having a, an idea to becoming an author, it is a change, right? Well, I don't know how much time we have. <laughs> I can tell you a funny story. A yeah, I can tell you a go, funny go. story about change along the way. But just real quick, I mean, I, I've, I've been very fortunate in my career. And, and, you know, in my time here um, as a uh, fellow human. And I, I, I believe in giving back. And I think that, you know, for those of us who are fortunate, uh, you know, also much is required. And so, you know, when I've, every time I have the opportunity to work with somebody else, it's also an opportunity to work on myself. And because, because so these were all really learnings and, um, observations that I was fortunate to have while I was working with other people or, or frankly, when people were working with me. And, and so I, I really felt a calling just to share what I know and what, what my experiences have been to kind of give back to the collective. And, and that's really the, um, that's really kind of the genesis of, it. I have another one too, that's starting, um, that should be out in June. Um, and, and a similar, a similar, um, you know, a similar thought process to it. Again, it was, we, we have this, um, during the pandemic, we, we started this um, podcast that I did every Monday called Mindful Mondays. And it was kind of in the pandemic just to kind of give people some anchoring and a little bit of extra footing. And then it's taken on a life of its own. So we took 52 of our, of our uh, favorite uh, Mindful Monday episodes and then converted it into a book. So, so that, uh, so 52 weeks of the year. So that, so that cool. will be, uh, that'll be, 
Yeah. Well, here's what I'll tell you though. Excuse me. Genius I idea. I love that. <laughs> oh, yeah. Thank you. Um, well, but just real quick. So, so I the manuscript for my book had, had was my first flight of edits came back uh, in January of 2020. Okay. So I started. So the book had started in 2019, and then I had my first flight of man, uh, my first uh, flight of edits in the manuscript, and then the pandemic hit. And then I remember looking at the manuscript because I was going through the edits and I looked at it. And I'm like, well, I'm not going to touch this for a while because of the pandemic. So let's think about this for a second. So I had kind of moved into a, you know, a, a lack of scarcity mindset that, that I'm not going to be able to work on this book, right? Because we have this pandemic and, you know, for most of us, it was our first pandemic. And, um, and so, uh, but then about three weeks into the pandemic, you know, when I was working with our teams, I, I, I was I was actually thinking to myself, this is I think this is so funny. I was thinking to myself, I need some material to help people get grounded with this pandemic because this pandemic has got so much change. And I was like, oh, yeah, right. You have a book about change. You have a, you have a whole manuscript. And right. You know, and the you know the thought process all happened in about thirty seconds, but nevertheless, it right. So here I am looking for tools, and and everything was hiding in plain sight right in front of me, and so so the book got a pretty good the content of the book got a pretty good workout during the pandemic, but that's my that's kind of my funny story, and it doesn't really matter. I don't care who you are, you're all gonna you're, we're all gonna have moments where where we're like, wait a minute, what were you thinking of? What did you just do? you just we're going to have those moments you know so that was my that was my um my change story during the pandemic i was like well i gotta i gotta start finding ways to be able to like share content about what people are going through and it's like wait a minute they're not going through a pandemic they're going through a period of compressed change so yeah amazing 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 then it's like also this this inspiration and motivation oh so i actually have something that really profoundly can impact people's lives and and it's so like this humbling moment of realizing i i i have this tool that can can do that for for others and and i think like what you were sharing um how the book was created and giving back uh for me when i started to write my book it was this is going to be a selfish masterpiece that I'm going to do just to heal myself and to just like relive my stories and bury them. And then I said to my book coach, I'm going to put my manuscript into my drawer and no one's going to know about it. And she was like, what are you saying? Like people de deserve to know about your story. I was like, no, this is for me. <laughs> and it became like really, yeah, I think it's just so humbling to know like what we what is our gift our genius and and we can give right. that to to others and and pay it forward so it's so so yeah. cool yeah i i'm i'm so i'm i'm excited to actually have this workbook <laughs> um so yeah cool 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 what is exciting for you personally right now like what is like something that is really excites you to or personally professionally like what what is what are you looking forward to well, the book certainly has been a lot of fun mm -hmm. um, and doing podcasts, you know, and um, being with people like yourself. That's 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 like today. I mean, it's it's a lot of fun. 
and uh, certainly getting the other my the next book uh, again, which the material already existed, but getting that pulled pulled together. We're we're already in edits on that, and I'm excited about uh, where my organizations are going in and and the the direction that we we we've got them going in. Where we're really doing a lot of work now. We just finished a um, about a, a two and a half three year cycle of edu- education where, where we're really working hard on, on how do we co-create our environment, where, where we're really working with people uh, relationally, at, not in higher, you know, with, with as little hierarchy as possible and in, in, in really letting the genius in the room uh, come out, right? And the genius in the room being, being the people and in creating space in a container for uh, for our, our folks in the organization, for all of us, me included, uh, where, where that it's a safe space for us to be able to say what's on our mind, uh, you know, how do we co-create, um, you know, and I, I have this kind of interesting view, it's interesting, I find it interesting, because I, because in the last couple of years, you know, I've really changed my view on, on, on where you have compromise, and then you have collaboration, and then you have co-creation, and we've gone through this process where 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 we've come to understand that that um, that the highest form of working together is in co-creation, and the lowest form of working together is compromise. Because in compromise, I have to give something up. Both parties have to give something up that's important to them, right? And so compromise is we've gotten, we want, we're, we're teaching ourselves in the organization that compromise is reductive. Co-creation is expansive. <clears throat> and, 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 and that I'm excited, I'm excited to see how that's, you know, burgeoning within, within my organization. Ah, that's so, so good because we always, always, always in our communities, we always talk about co-creation. And this is the first time that I actually thought about it in this way like how you said it compromise collaboration and co-creation it's so interesting like how we are evolving as leaders as well like just thinking about like it's not about me it's really about the whole um, space that we are co-creating right um so i i one thing that really came to my mind was this authentic leadership and and i think like less control and just handing people to work freely in their genius zone. Like I think um, not obsessing about like, and a lot of leaders that I had an opportunity to work with, it's like, I want to be this visionary and I have this idea and then I allow my people to, to just um, do their Great. own thing. Right. So it's, it's really, really cool. Well, and I think there's this, this, there's this, you know, how do we bleed out our socialization, right? So I don't know about you, but I was brought up, well, you don't have to compromise to get along. It's like, right, okay. And, and so it's not accurate, right? So, so if you look at compromise, you know, the definition of it, right, is that you and I have to give up, well, you and I both have to give up something that's important to us so that we can reduce ourselves to a lesser answer. Right, it's a lesser formula. We're going to agree to a lesser formula, really for probably a lesser outcome. Collaboration is that we both agree where we want to go, and we collaborate to get to a certain a certain point a, a point certain. 
in, in the timeline that we're working on for a project or an idea. Co-creation is entirely different where when we're in co-creation, we're taking our, our, our views, maybe in many cases, opposing views, but we're creating an entirely new outcome, an entirely different outcome that if not for all of us working together and maybe willing, being willing to be a little bit messy about it, okay, that we're going to come up with something entirely different that maybe none of us would have even thought of because we've got this mix of, of opposing and alternative and, and authentic views. Now, all of a sudden, you know, we're not, we're, you know, in collaboration, not, and I don't want to be disrespectful about collaboration because there's a role for that, but collaboration is kind of the foundation for co-creation because in collaboration, we're going to a point certain. And how do we get there? Co-creation, we are creating something entirely new that maybe none of us would have ever thought of. I love that. that. Love that. And that also like speaks for me, like setting, like really doing fr from the heart and, and setting your ego aside. It's like just willing to lead with the heart yeah. and intuition. So yeah, I love that. I think we need to record another one on this. Like when, and in June, when, when your next book comes out, we're going to definitely repeat this one because this is so good. And I want to be mindful of your time. And I have an, a question that we ask all our guests and going from this excitement and what is exciting in, in your life right now in your business um, to what was the moment when you felt I'm just gonna say shit scared but you did it anyway and now when you look back it's like this was one of the best decisions that you ever made Boy, I know been, there was many. Oh, there's a lot. There's 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 a lot of those. You know what? I will say though. I I will say that I think what was formative for me is that I was a, a young athlete and I was a good athlete. If it's okay for me to give myself credit for that, and um, I I sustained a pretty significant injury, which which changed my athletic career, changed really my life. And you know, when you're 18, 19 years old, you know, what do you know, right? And I was very fortunate and, and, it, and the injury was serious enough where um, it really did change a lot of things in my life. And, and I was very fortunate to uh, be part of a family business. So our, the business that we have today is a second generation business and um, that I, I took over in my late twenties. And I ended up um, going, uh, going to work in the family business which was a real estate and insurance um, organization. And, um, uh, had I not had that injury, I wouldn't be where I am today. And, and I, and I, but I knew that when I had it, when I had the injury, you know, after surgery, it was like, Hey, this is what your like, this is what your world's going to look like. And I was like, okay. And you know, when the anesthetic wore off, you know, I was like, yeah, right. My whole life changed. And, um, I knew pretty early on that whatever, whatever I, wherever I thought I was going to go was not, that was not my, that was not my timeline. That was not my des destiny. Whatever's coming next, that's your true destiny. That's your, that's your true timeline. And, um, and although I wasn't exactly sure what it was, it, it, it presented itself in pretty short order. And I ended up joining my, my, my family's business, which I had no plans to do. And, um, and it, uh, it ended up, you know, being a lot of fun. And I kind of found my calling. So I think if I go back to a moment, I wouldn't say that I was scared shitless, but it, but it was a moment, you know? So when you, like I said, you're 18 or 19, like, what do you know? So. 
Wow, so so cool. Yeah. Um some it's so funny that you said like whatever is coming next is your true destiny. I think it's just this trust that every next step is happening for you and not to you. Like sometimes this this victim mindset, oh, oh why one. is it why is this happening to me? But it's actually like seeing that this is just for you, it's for a reason. Um it's so much easier to to go through difficult moments yeah well and i always think it's i think it's really interesting too how people look at it well they're afraid of the unknown well what are you afraid of it hasn't been created yet it, it's your it's yours to create i think like this anxiety like we live in the world of anxiety just because we are just creating stories that haven't even happened yet you know stories it's yeah, like stories. Yeah, right yeah So it's, it's, yeah, if people would just live more in the moment that is happening right now and not create stories that haven't happened yet, it's good to have visions. But then when you are creating stories that don't serve you, like that's dangerous. <laughs> yeah. Well, and you, and, and I think uh, you start to label things too, right? Well, that's bad. But once you say something's bad, then, then again, it's reductive and, and really there are no good opportunities that'll come out of that. But if you, but if you look at it, you say, wow, this could be a really good opportunity. Now you're scanning for the opportunities and, and now those are and those and opportunities are limitless. Oh wow. Opportunities no, are no limitless. Limit. Yes, yes, yes. Love it. Love it. Um Mike Dooley has this book, Limitless Possibilities. So yeah, 100%. Mm, yeah, <laughs> I love that. Um wow, such a great conversation. Thank you, Chris. This was amazing. So we're gonna put the book in the show notes, you guys. Go ahead and you know, simple and short, short and simple, <laughs> you, you guys, simple. short and simple. Um, and also, where can people like find out more about what you do about your what your work and if they want to, like, they feel inspired to, you know, take a next step, what would that be? Sure. Yeah, thank you. They can just go to chrismasiello.com, C-H-R-E-S-M-A-S-I-E-L-L-O.com. And that's my personal website. Uh, my companies are all on there. Uh, access to the book is on there. I've got my pod, my um, my videos are on there, and so um, you know, please feel free to to uh, to visit. Exciting! You guys go and and check it out. Um, was there anything that I haven't asked you, and you're dying to share on this podcast? <laughs> well, this is great, Dave. Thank you so much for having me amazing thank you so much and yeah i'm counting on that next one where we're gonna go deeper into all the fun stuff and your next book so yeah thank you so much for Great. your time <laughs> Have fun. look forward to coming back yeah. amazing Ciao. my fearless soul thank you so much for tuning in and taking the time to listen to this episode i appreciate you and I am so excited to hear from you. If you haven't yet, please go to kite.link slash forward insider and leave a review. Extra points if you screenshot this episode and post it on your IG stories and tag me at Diana Lugoli and tell me what's your big takeaway. With that being said, I'm sending you a daily dose of D. I love you and I'm so, so grateful for you. Till infinity. Mwah!